Weight loss plateaus are completely normal on your weight loss journey. If you anticipate the stalls, they won't be as discouraging. Just like any other facet of medicine, you can only improve a condition if you have the right diagnosis. A great example of this is treating low back pain. If you don't get to the root of the problem, you can spend months of time and money on physical therapy sessions, chiropractor appointments, or medications that don't make that much of a difference. In the case of a weight loss stall, if your strategies don't match the type of plateau that you have, you'll face similar frustration. There are three types, circumstantial, mental, or physical. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Zivli. As a geriatric physical therapist, I saw the heartbreaking effects of insulin resistance. At Zivli, our mission is to help you prevent and reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention through a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. Each week on this podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable tips to lose weight, keep it off, and get healthy. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. In this quick tip episode, we're reviewing three types of weight loss plateaus. Fair warning, there is a dose of tough love in this episode for whoever needs it. Now we know that being at a weight loss plateau can feel very frustrating, especially when you feel like you're doing everything in your power to get the scale to go down and it's just not budging. While we don't want to give the scale any of our emotional power, and more on that in an episode that we'll link to in the description, we do understand that you want to see some progress. Remember the scale is only one indicator of progress. Also consider your energy levels, how you're sleeping, and how your clothes are fitting, and just celebrating the little consistent things that you're doing along the way for your health. All that being said, there are three types of weight loss plateaus that we'll explain today. Once you understand the type of plateau you're experiencing, you can tailor your strategy appropriately. Weight loss plateaus are completely normal on your weight loss journey. If you anticipate the stalls, they won't be as discouraging. Just like any other facet of medicine, you can only improve a condition if you have the correct diagnosis. A great example of this is treating low back pain. If you don't get to the root of the problem, you can spend months of time and money on physical therapy sessions, chiropractor appointments, and medications that don't make that much of a difference. In the case of a weight loss stall, if your strategies don't match the type of plateau you have, you'll face similar frustration. There are three types, circumstantial, mental, or physical. If you're a Zivli member, these will be familiar to you from the Break Your Weight Loss Plateau Masterclass. If you're at a weight loss plateau, review that masterclass and fun sheet for some strategies on how to overcome them. Knowing if you're dealing with a circumstantial, mental, or physical plateau will change your approach to get past it. A circumstantial plateau is when you just have other things on your plate and honestly don't have the energy or time to focus on your weight loss as much as you'd like. You still care about it, but other things have to be on the front burner right now. A classic sign of a circumstantial plateau is the acuity of the situation. This is not an ongoing thing. 
This is a short-term season. Unfortunately, many women lie to themselves and say that they will make time for their health after this project or after this case or after this deadline. Inevitably, another project, case, or deadline comes up and they keep pushing it off. That is not a circumstantial weight loss plateau. That is justifying your own lack of boundaries. It could stem from a people-pleasing personality, a fear of missing out on work opportunities or promotions, a fear of poverty from being terminated from the position, or a fear of judgment and criticism for saying no. Whatever the reason, it is not an acute problem, therefore it is not a circumstantial weight loss plateau. So maybe you're dealing with some acute family or work stress, or a life event like having a baby that's taking a ton of your time. The most common event that I see for this type of plateau is the serious illness or death of a loved one, especially an immediate family member or the birth of a new baby. Your focus is required to deal with the immediate emotions and needs of yourself and your family. That is okay. There are seasons in life where our own needs are put on the back burner because of someone else's needs, but that just can't happen forever. During a circumstantial plateau, it's important to be as proactive as possible with your basic health habits a mindset routine, water, sleep, stress management, planning protein. Keep up with as much as you can and focus on your mental health. Where you can, delegate, time block, and use other time management strategies. Look for and accept help to create more margin time. The second type of weight loss plateaus are mental. We classify two kinds of mental weight loss plateaus self-satisfaction, and self-sabotage. A self-satisfaction mental weight loss plateau is when you make the conscious choice to maintain your weight for a while. You've put the work in, got results, and want to take a break from focusing on it so much. If you're truly happy with where you are, feel confident about your appearance, have healthy blood work, you're at a healthy weight, have a healthy waist circumference, taking a break is totally fine. Stay where you're at for a while, and then when you're ready, ramp things up again. You are not being lazy because it still takes effort to maintain the healthy lifestyle that you've developed. You're just happy with where you're at for now, and you want to shift your energy onto other work, life, or family projects rather than investing the time and mental energy it would take to keep the scale going down. This is common when someone reaches their initial weight loss goal and has to think, well, now what? Do I want to keep going or do I want to maintain? Do I want to shift my focus to building muscle mass? It can take some time to reflect and create your next set of goals and corresponding plan. The second kind of mental weight loss plateau is self-sabotage, and this is by far the most common type of weight loss plateau. A common saying from someone with self-sabotage is, I just got lazy and fell back into my old ways, or I got off track and never got back on, or I'm just really busy right now. As mentioned before, they find ways to justify their own limitations. People with self-sabotage aren't happy with where they're at, and they may still have some health issues that need to be addressed. Nearly all of the time, people with this type of plateau have never started 
or abandoned their mindset work that we teach inside our Zibli program. This consists of a daily mindset routine, including reading your personal faith formula and weekly meetings with yourself. Often when people get into the mindset side of weight loss, it gets messy and overwhelming. It creates cognitive dissonance that they know what they want, but they aren't willing to take the actions required to get there. That's why so many people don't address it and why many coaches won't even touch it with a 10 foot pole. Many coaches are more comfortable staying in the nutrition and exercise space, and that is fine. But if you have a self-sabotaging weight loss plateau, more diet and exercise is not the answer. More mindset work is. You can only fix a mindset problem with mindset strategies. Working to find and fix your limiting thoughts can create a lot of mental discomfort and tension. But once you take full responsibility for your thoughts, actions, inactions, and results, you can start to work through it. Radical personal responsibility is key here. You can finally start to address your own limiting beliefs head on and finally get out of your own way. So if you feel like you have one of these types of plateaus, circumstantial, self-satisfaction, or self-sabotage, let us know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. We'll also link to other resources and episodes in the description that will be helpful for you. Moving on from mental weight loss plateaus are physical weight loss plateaus. We consider a physical weight loss plateau to be when you're sticking with your current plan consistently for at least two to four weeks and haven't seen any weight loss. We prefer the four week cycle because if you still have a menstrual cycle, your weight will fluctuate a few pounds each month simply due to your hormones. Before you assume that you've hit a plateau, especially if you feel like you're doing a great job with your health habits, consider that the scale only tells part of the story. You could be gaining muscle and losing body fat, so the scale may be slowing down or not moving because muscle is more dense than fat. Weight loss plateaus aren't as simple as reducing carbs or fasting more, although these are great strategies. Weight loss is about lowering your insulin so that you can use fat for fuel. But in order to do that effectively, you've got to know what is the biggest cause of your high insulin. It'll be a combination of things and each person will be different. If the underlying reason you're at a plateau is because you have a job that's a source of chronic stress and elevating your cortisol, lowering net carbs or fasting more isn't going to fix the problem. Reducing your stress will. On the other hand, if you're well-rested and not stressed, but can't seem to stop snacking at night, emotional eating and meal structuring during the day may be to blame. In that case, walking more probably isn't going to be that effective of a strategy. You should instead consider how can I stop this late night snacking? If you're eating 50 grams of net carbs a day, but your feeding window is 14 hours long and you're eating from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., Eating fewer carbs probably isn't going to do much. You'd want to try shortening your eating window with intermittent fasting first. If you're following a low-carb approach, but still taking in more calories than you need, focusing on strategies to match your caloric intake with your goals will help. Another way to pinpoint your area of opportunity is to ask yourself, if I were to only change one thing, 
which habit would give me the most leverage. Inside our Zivli program, we teach something called the Zivli Habit Hierarchy. It's a list of the top 10 habits that when applied in order will give you the best chance for long-term weight loss success. At the top of the list is a daily mindset routine and a weekly mindset routine, followed by water and sleep. If you're not already doing these basic things, trying to do more advanced weight loss strategies won't be as effective. You'll lose focus, rely on flaky motivation, and fall into old behavior patterns of staying too busy and putting other people's wants ahead of your own needs. Just like in The Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi had Daniel practice the basics before he graduated to the more advanced, quote-unquote, real karate techniques. That way, he had a strong foundation upon which to build. Stress management, sleep, mindset, and water is that strong foundation on which to build other health habits. So my challenge to you today is to honestly address those areas first. Your default weight loss mindset pattern is likely geared towards eating less and exercising more. And while yes, nutrition and exercise are important for sleep and stress management, any initial modifications to food and exercise should be viewed in the light of the goal to reduce your stress and improve your sleep, not just to lose weight. This could mean reducing added sugar or alcohol or not eating after dinner. It could look like adding light aerobic activity or stretching into your routine for stress management, but keep it simple. While you may have a flood of new ideas from today's episode, remember that trying to do everything at once will backfire. So choose your top one to three small actionable changes that are inspiring to you and start there. Then follow up with yourself one week from today. Were you consistent or not? If not, why? It's amazing how committed we can be in the moment to something, and then when rubber hits the road, we don't follow through. That's why daily and weekly meetings with yourself are so important. We are naturally forgetful, so it's important to regularly remind yourself of your goals, your wins, and your action items. Then you can finally create traction with your health and weight loss goals. Thanks for listening to the Reshape Your Health podcast today. To learn more about Zivli, our online course and coaching program to reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention, check out our website at www.zivli.com. That's Z-I-V-L-I.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review on your listening platform and share it with a friend. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.